You know, you have a lot more power than you probably realize. You have the power to make or break the relationship that you have with the people that you care about the most. And in fact, today we're going to be talking about how then to make it, not break it, with your mind. Uh, this is uh, part four of our series, Winning the War in Your Mind joined by Nancy Castile. My name is Gabe Kolstad, and we're going to talk a little bit about the in-depth kind of nitty-gritty of how our mind works, how we can take control of it, and then, of course, the big deal today, how that impacts the relationships that we have with our loved ones and Absolutely. how we can make the most of it. So, Nancy, thanks for joining me again. Hi, Gabe. And I uh, nice would love to, to hear you. what you have to say about this topic. Well, um, quite a bit, I guess. Um, you know, thinking about the journey we've had over the last three uh, podcasts, um, this being the fourth in our series of four, if you haven't had a chance to listen, go back and For listen sure. to each of them because it, you know, and start with number one, because it really is trying to set a stage, kind of looking at um, how our brains and bodies work, how we then bring that energy and information flow within us uh, to the between us with others. And so we're going to focus on that between us today mm -hmm. quite a bit. Um, but, but we, we can't, it's not devoid of the within us because we're, we are present yeah. in all of those relationships, you know, and, and really thinking about, um, how we bring, uh, I guess I'd say like our best selves into that's good relationship. Yeah, that's um, always the goal. I think. I think it is. Yeah, you know, and um, but it sure takes some intentionality. To. I mean, let's think about relationship. Yeah. If we start with our relationship with Christ, with with God, if we're called to be more Christ-like, mm -hmm. um, Gabe, because of obviously in the expert phase of, uh, or uh, you would be the expert in that, in this regard. Can you define <laughs> what it means to live more Christ-like? Sure. I mean, I think that's a loaded question in some yeah. ways because, it, you know, a lot of people study that question their whole lives oh, and feel true. like they're just scratching the surface. So but not to put you on the spot. No, but I mean, so. I think it, it, just to break it down super simply, like to live more like Christ would probably be to act and think uh, like Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe reverse that to think and then act like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a lot of people struggle with the think part. You know, we get the I act agree. part because we're like, yeah, we should mimic what Jesus did. Right. But when it comes to think like Jesus, I think sometimes we don't see ourselves having that kind of agency over our own thoughts. Absolutely. And, well, and I think that scripture really challenges that, you know, yes. and, and, and when you read the new Testament, you realize part of being Christ-like is taking responsibility for your thoughts, which lead to your actions. So that's probably for me, those two things, think and act like Jesus. Absolutely. And, and in doing that, it is, it is, like you said, it's, it, it's very loaded, mm -hmm. but if let's step back a little bit and just think about if we're talking about our day-to-day -day existence, you know, it, we've been talking about, I mean, the, the title of the, of your series this month has been winning the war in your mind. Yeah. So, you know, to really, um, how we perceive things defines whether we will win the war in our mind. Yeah. Right. Because if we, uh, if we are perceiving the perception is, you know, we all have a perception. We come into something, uh, whether it's a conversation, it's anything. Mm -hmm. We have our own perception. It's how we are seeing it, but we're not seeing it just with our eyes. We're seeing it with our past experiences. We're seeing it with all of our being. Um, 
And, and sometimes we're seeing it with a lot of feeling that may have nothing to do with the present moment. Sure. And so we really have to, to discern all of that or, or, or filter it, mm-hmm. I guess, and just and get down to the nitty gritty. What am I actually seeing? Like, am I perceiving things through a lens that is, uh, productive or unproductive, fair or unfair to the person I'm interacting with? Does that? Does sure. that make any sense? Yeah. You know, and so it's funny because I really think we have to keep in mind to, that we want to decide how we're going to look at something and not just have it be a kind of like you were talking about yeah. before, not have it be reflexive where where we feel like, oh, well, this is just where I go. Yeah. You know, um, oh, I'm, I always get anxious in these situations. I always do this or, you know, just, oh, I'm, you know, being that, um, you know, tendency towards negative uh, that we can decide we truly if we understand that um our selves and our relationships with others are simply a matter i mean if you go to the brass tacks it is energy and information flow within us and between us which the cool thing about bringing it down to that simplicity is we can change it. Yeah. It isn't like it's predisposed. We don't perceive something a certain way because, well, that's what happened when I grew up. Or this is what happens because I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, it is, we can still make change in that. But do you think, well, so I have two questions for you on that. Because one is you said we can we can decide how we want to look at things. okay. So if we can decide how we want to look at things, that's good news. It's just that sometimes we're like, okay, so how should I look at it? You know, uh, give us some guidance on that. And then secondly, um, uh, don't you think that there is, there is, sometimes people are like, well, yeah, but that I am colored by my anxiety. I am colored by my past. People can absolutely be colored by those things. And, and I want to differentiate kind of thought from feeling, Mm -hmm. um, and, and have us actually in our day to day existence really seek to differentiate that, seek to go, okay, I'm going to sit. I'm, you have a thought that comes into your head and an emotion may come, may be walking right next to mm-hmm. it or maybe storming yeah. past it. <laughs> and we want to think, okay, wait, halt a second. Let's, let's think I want to be an observer of this thought. And whether it needs to see the light of day at this moment, it's sort of like, um, it's sort of like, you know, when you put items in your cart at Amazon or, um, at some expensive, I don't know, clothing store or something that where you go like bestbuy.com. There you go. That, and you go, Hmm, wait a second. I'm going to let that cart sit there. And then I'm going to come back. So I'm not impulse shopping. And so I want you to think of your thoughts in kind of the same way. We can put those thoughts in a cart, but we're not, they're not, they're not going out toward my husband or out to my child or to my friend or to Mm. the guy on the street or the driver next to me or whatever (laughs) it is. They're just in, they're in my cart for, even if it's just a split second, where we're then saying, okay, so should these be put into the save for later? Or do they, when I come back, do I go, "Mm, yeah, no, you know what? That thought, that thought never should see the light of day. (laughs) It was, it was unproductive to start and it, it would be very, very destructive 
to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and again, some of these things, as especially as you get good at it, they can become all, almost instantaneous. Mm-hmm. But, but in the beginning, as I've told you before, I like to create visual pictures. I want you to picture putting that into your Amazon cart or whatever and leave it there. Come back to it before you act mm-hmm. so that you're not allowing the feeling that is um, behind it or walking with it to take over yeah. um, because sometimes those feelings are not going to actually represent what you really wanted to say. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I love the cart idea and the whole, I think that, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit in the series and even together about how important it is to have some sort of mechanism for evaluation or even just pausing to reflect yeah. before you act. So there's the thought, it's a filter. <clears throat> there's the feeling, there's the action and somehow you've got to, well, y- yeah. you can also use the idea of, I want you to make sure, like, think about it. A lot of us use a water filter of some sort, mm-hmm. whether it's in the fridge already mm-hmm. and it just does it automatically, or you have the little pitcher that has the filter in it. You know, you're, you're filtering out, um, impediment, uh, or not impediments, impurities. impurities yeah. Thank you. Um, and so let's, let's filter through, you know, cause again, we're talking about, Typically, it's not about the guy in the card next to you who just made a stupid turn mm-hmm. in front of you. I don't know, whatever it is. But, but typically, we're talking about people that you quote unquote love. Yeah. And, and not even quote unquote. I mean, typically, we're talking about all getting, you know, when we get together at night, we're tired, we're hungry, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that we, we are, actually being really true to the responsibility of that relationship. Um, The choices that we've made, say, between spouses, you know, we've chosen to be with these people. And sometimes those are the people that we go, oh, well, hey, this is, you're the person I feel most comfortable with, so I'm going to just let her rip. Well, hopefully (laughs) not. That's hopefully when we really go, oh, my gosh, let's honor this this choice that I made and by, by being an observer, a, a, a perceiver of, of how I come across. Yeah, that's that good. Yes, it does. And I mean, that's kind of what I was getting to earlier. It was like, okay, so if we can kind of choose how we look at things, yep. then what should we, and just thinking on the filter thing, we did discuss on Sunday uh, with Pastor Steve Rady, Philippians chapter four, which is a great filtering mechanism or kind of like framework to mm-hmm. think about, well, then what's an appropriate you know, if you're going to go ahead and purchase that thing that's in your cart, in your thought cart, mm-hmm. well, here's here's something. It says in Philippians 4, 8, it says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true. It says mm-hmm. what's true. Honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Mm-hmm. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. I mean, so then it automatically rules out a lot of thoughts where it might be vengeance and it might be hate and it might be, and all those things where we can, or, you know, selfishness or jealousy or all those things we can go like, okay, either save for later so that I can evaluate this more or duh, that's not a good idea. Exactly. But I think that's such a great tool that you just gave us. Well, and you know, so I mean, and and really doesn't some of that just come down to our Mm self-discipline and our self-control and, and, you know, we can have whatever background we have, we can have whatever history, we can have whatever, um, diagnosis, whatever it is, but really it comes down to how do I want to present in this moment with the person that I'm with? And, and I don't mean like present a fake you. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's be true to who we want mm-hmm. to be with 
this other person. Um, you know, and I, and I think about it. So that is that a matter of, um, you know, that, that age old, you know, saying of bite your tongue, you yeah. know, or, or is it a matter of like, I, I, I can advise people sometimes that I want them to think about the faces that they tend to make. People know that they make certain expressions or faces. And what I say is, Hey, I want to, well, I will actually take a mirror off. I have a little mirror in my office and I'll take a mirror off my wall and I'll actually go, okay, I want you to see this face. I want you to see that. And is that what you are non-verbally trying to convey? Is this what you want to be in that moment? Because sometimes we can have some looks that can kill, yeah. you know, I mean, not, not, you know, that we just aren't really wishing that we would that we would put forth or, and, and vice versa. But we have to remember that we're also the, we're, we're our own policemen. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we aren't called to be other people's policemen. You know, I think uh, about the idea that um, who is, who is the judge? It isn't me. And, you know, God is the only judge. I mean, that, that we're not going to be in judgment of somebody else um, or the one, you know, we're not going to sit and say, um, well, here's the laundry list of things I think you need to take care of yeah. in your life. And, oh, by the way, I'm perfect. I mean, not really, <laughs> but you know what I mean? That that we can do that, especially if we feel hurt or we feel offended or we just, we're just having a rough time. Um, what, so, I, what I think I hear you saying is that, uh, well, partly, uh, one of the things is that the way that we come across um, has a big impact on our relationships it and does. sometimes we don't mean we're not being intentional about that. It's almost like we aren't I mean I've this. I've heard you talk a lot about sort of alignment between our mind and our body. Yeah. Um and first of all, getting control of our mind means we're going to direct it, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and then hopefully our body will come alongside our mind and when we're in that I I've done this a million times and it's funny how we let our guards down with the people we love the most. And so yes. we can we can we can look like we're angry with people that we love the most, even though we're not, but we're not bringing our body in alignment with our mind in right. those moments. Cause it, cause we're kind of just coasting. Right. Um, so particularly it's, probably in those intense moments or those really important moments, we got to make sure we're really thinking about, well, and like you just, that's the, a great idea. The mirror thing. I mean, yeah. And consider the impact that you're having in that moment. Like we need to bring our a game home, mm-hmm. that's you know, a good way to say uh, it. because, because our kids are watching mm-hmm. our, our, our older parents are watching. Um, our spouses are watching. I mean, you know, just the, we have a tremendous amount of impact that we can have for the better or for the worse mm-hmm. every day. And, you know, one, it's interesting because there's some research that actually shows like it's, I think I might have mentioned this before that it like, I can't remember the research exactly, but it's like in the first eight minutes of your day, you can decide what your day is going to be like, mm-hmm. like before you get out of bed. Just think through your day and what you want today to be. Yeah. And that can kind of set the tone for the direction that your mind is going to go. That's good. In that day. Because, and then, and then if you do that, it's like you've set your filter to perceive what comes at you in a way that is maybe less offended, less, you know, less reactive, more proactive, more uh, more, more caring, more, more, less selfish, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and, and I know that I've mentioned before, it's sort of like, 
do you, who in the world would ever lay in bed and go, I want to be a willow tree today. I just want to get, I just want to swing my, the, my fronds mm-hmm. in whatever direction, whosoever emotional wind blows. Yikes. Yeah. That would be horrible. Yeah. So no, today I want to, I want to be in touch with my inner oak. You know, I'm going to be solid. I'm just going to bring my best me to whatever goes on because why not? Yeah. Why not? That's great. I often, the question I ask myself in the morning is uh, who needs me on my A game today? So I like, Hmm. I love that A game question, Yeah, but it does impact that. It's great. And I think that's part of what we're talking about is we have relationships. We care about people, but sometimes our emotions get the best of us or our thoughts and we end up being, you know, uh, whatever the a monster at the end of the day <laughs> um, and and it's with the people that we if we could if we could pick these are the people we'd want to make the best impact on yes but you know work or whatever beats us up and and you know it's hard but um so it's funny because keeping you, that in your mind yes. who needs me on my a-game today who needs me on my a-game today i love that well and it's funny because just you saying that gabe um so you know for those of you that don't know, I mean, yeah, Gabe is the lead pastor at Westside Community Church. He's also, I, I'm proud to be able to call him my friend. And he would be one of the people where I would, I would say that I would be actively doing this. And the doing this is, I think we should all define the attributes of those that we love and that we respect the most in this world. And then, do an exercise. Write those down. What are the attributes of those people? Um, and operationalize them. So what I mean by operationalize them is, is what, how can you take those attributes and bring them to action? Make them in a part of your daily life. Um, so that you can do daily. You need, what do you need to do daily to be the person you want to be? Um, the most, especially, you know, whether in, in whatever environment, whether you're in the grocery store, if you're with your child, if you're with your husband, if you're, you know, at work, you know, so you know, what does it mean to bring my A game mm-hmm. and who, who needs it? Well, and some days going back on that idea, Gabe too, is the idea that maybe today I need my A game. Mm-hmm. I need, yeah. I know that I'm depleted. Yeah, sometimes I write my future self <laughs> needs me to be on my A game today. <laughs> nice. You know, nice. but it's true. Sometimes it's like, yeah, Someday I, I got to be there for myself right now. Yeah. I'm going to have yeah. surgery in two weeks on my, um, oh, on my foot. And I'm like, Hmm, I bet my present self will need my A game yeah. on, on those days yeah. just so that I move through it fast. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, you know, and again, anybody who has something big coming up or big in their life or they feel like they're wrestling um, some past demons, you know, from family hurts or whatever it is, um, if you're struggling in your marriage, if you're struggling with a child, just what can you do to bring a positive you to today to this moment so that you can make a lasting impact so you can win the war in your mind yeah you know i think about it and i think um a lot of times when we are are thinking about those relationships that we have in our life um and we need something or we are feeling like we need to communicate something a lot of times if we're not careful we can do kind of what i would think of as a demand and push Mm. I, I need this to happen now and then I'm going to push it versus an engage and woo. 
Oh, wow. Does that yeah, make sense? It's a totally so different approach. Yeah. It's a totally different approach. Yeah. And guess which one tends to get <laughs> what you want more often? Wow. Uh, yeah. How many times out of a hundred? Uh-huh. Let's think maybe, I don't know, a hundred out of a hundred. Right. Um, if, you, if you think about, and again, engage and woo versus demand and push. When we get defensive, if we're hurt and defensive, if we're, if we're guarded, we are going to demand and push. And we need to flip that script and engage and woo. But it takes a little patience, doesn't it? Oh, I mean, my you, gosh, you it gotta does. you got to play the long game with that, right? Absolutely. And like I said pushes, before. That's short you know, term. Yeah. Well, and we were talking before about like, again, that it's like building a muscle, mm-hmm. you know, like so you'll get faster at being able to monitor your thoughts yeah. and change them. You'll get faster at being able to do it and uh, slow down. I'm going to engage in woo. What do I want to get at the end? And am I, is what I do right now actually going to give me that or push that goal further away? Hmm. Um, you know, and then, and then how do you do that? Like sometimes you might even have to go like, Hey, listen, hold on. I don't want to talk to you right now because I'm seeing where my thoughts are. They're in the cart and I'm going, ah, yeah, yeah. This is not what I need to be doing right now. I'm going to go and I'm going to run around the block or I'm going to do some stairs. And and it's, it's easier, easier said than done to have, to have, well, it doesn't come out that polished, at least whenever (laughs) I've said it, you know, in those moments, cause you're flustered, like, I don't know. I don't, I can't talk right now. Totally. Totally. (laughs) But it's probably the same impact as you just need a little breather, right? A little break. Yes. Yeah. Well, or even a breather from work to home. Yeah. You know, it, one of the things it's like we, we get in our cars and then we're home. And, and maybe what we need to do before we walk in the door is go and do a brisk walk down the street and back. Because one of the things we don't think about is, you know, so a lot of people take medications for uh, mood and for anxiety and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, one of the things, a quick fix you can do before you're going to head in. And if you want to reframe your whole approach is go and do a spurt of activity, because what you're doing in that is you are actually exciting the neurochemistry in your brain, the serotonin, the norepinephrine, the dopamine, which are those same things mm-hmm. that we are actually taking medications for. So why not go and do the stairs? If you live in an apartment, building run up and down the stairs before you go and study for a test or before you are going to Mm. ask mom and dad if you can uh do something you know that they're going to go hey maybe you know or or if you're going to have that conversation uh with with your wife or if you're just simply going to come in from a long day and greet your family before you eat dinner Mm -hmm. so that you bring your a-game you know, I I think I go back to it, Gabe, and I I think like what we have to remember is that we hold the core, the delicate core of the people that we love in our hands. And I want people to think of it like it is the finest, finest of glass that will like you look at it wrong and it breaks yeah. and be honored by that and treasure that responsibility. Don't don't throw it away. So good. Thanks, Nancy. You're welcome. Oh, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope that was helpful. Uh, as Nancy mentioned, go back and listen to the previous episodes in this series if you haven't gotten them all. Uh, and thank you so much for joining us for this midweek motivation episode of the West Side Podcast. I want to ask you two quick favors. One, would you subscribe and share uh, so that more people can hear this helpful content? Secondly, would you pop by a West Side service on some weekend, maybe this weekend? You can do that either online at westsidecommunitychurch.com or right here here at our campus in the Portland, Oregon area. But either way, we hope to see you soon and we hope this has been helpful. Have a great week.